welcome to the Artist Appeals. This is Erin Sparler and I'm your host. In the Artist Appeals, we interview artists, crafters, photographers, and business professionals about the business of art. I hope you'll join us and enjoy the show. The Artist Appeals. The acronym Appeals stands for Art, Product, Presentation, Education, Amplify, Licensing, and Success. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about the first acronym, or the first letter of the acronym Appeals, A for Art. Now, this may seem pretty basic. It may seem like a beginning point that's so easy. Maybe you're a photographer or a designer, a paper crafter, woodworker, sculptor. doesn't matter what you make. You're already making some art, I hope. But if you're not, that's okay. You just have to start one day at a time, one breath at a time. You need to make something. And I would recommend making something every single day. Artwork is something that you, the artist, the maker, creates. There's a couple of different terms. There's a body of artwork. Your body of artwork is the number of pieces you've made. Your voice, your style, or your theme are three things that make you stand out in the crowd. And these are the foundational aspects of creating artwork. These are what you have to develop to help you later on down the road in the marketing and sale of your products. Once you've created this body of work, this body of artwork, or this body of design, it can be really easy to take that artwork and squirrel it away in the closet to hide it. I know, I've done this. I am totally guilty of this. I love to make a series or a collection of work that has the same theme, and I like to put it in a portfolio, a beautiful leather-bound portfolio with archival sleeves, and I love to flip through it. But then I tend to put it on the shelf in the closet and just think it's a pretty book that I've made, a pretty thing I've made, and not push it out there. So that is one thing that we can all be guilty of, is hiding our artwork away in the closet. Don't do it. You need to get it out there. You have made this artwork. You have lovingly spent your time, your effort. You've learned your trade, your craft. Get it out there. Promote it. So. That's your body of artwork, the collection of work. But once you've made a collection of work, you need to estimate and think about your style. The body of work may have a theme. The theme might be birds or bugs or a certain topic. It may be even a color theme, blues, oranges, reds. It may be an element of design theme. So it might be all circles like um, I've done with the Enso collection. The theme is kind of the subject matter, but the style is how you treat that subject matter. So the style is like impressionism or minimalism or grunge or steampunk. So you have a theme and you treat that theme with a style. And the way you put all this together in your body of work then becomes your voice as an artist. So you have the body of artwork, which is the collection of work. You have the theme, which is the subject of the work. You have the style, which is the way in which that theme is treated. And then you have your voice, 
which is all of those things together. So when you bring that out to the market, I know that it's scary to show your voice, your true voice, because people can be unkind, especially on the internet where they don't have to see you. They don't have to see the pain they create when they say ugly things. But without feedback, you can't grow. You can't create artwork in a vacuum. So I want to just tell you right now that you have to share it. Artwork is meant to be shared. People can be dense. People don't always understand artwork. Not everybody went to art school. There are people, I have encountered students coming into art programs that when I take them into a gallery or I send them to a show, they've never been to an art gallery. They've never been to a museum. There are people that have not been exposed to art, so they may not understand it. They haven't gone to art school. They haven't gone to galleries. They haven't gone to museums. They don't understand it. And this can make them insensitive and maybe even downright mean. Ignore that. Steal yourself for it. We artists are easy targets because we wear our heart on our sleeves. Well, actually, where we, we put our art on our sleeves, we put our art on a wall. And that's like showing our heart right there on the wall. So for whatever reason, people can find art strange. They can find it different. They can even find it threatening. But don't let this stop you from sharing your artwork with the world. You have to get it out there. We artists are also taught this wrong term of selling out. So I want to just talk about selling out for a moment. Showing your artwork, sharing your artwork with your world, sharing your artwork and asking for money for the time and effort you've spent, the training you have achieved is not selling out. It's making money for a skill you have developed. You wouldn't ask a contractor to come in and build you a house that didn't have experience. And you wouldn't ask a contractor who has 20 years of experience to come in and build you a house without paying them. They have a skill. You have a skill. Why shouldn't you be compensated for your skill? There is no such thing as selling out. Don't believe the hype. You need to make a living from your art. That's what we all want to do is we want to be able to make more art. And in order to make more art and enjoy life making things, enjoy a life making and creating, then you have to pay the bills somehow. So don't believe in selling out. There's no such thing. Show your work. Develop a voice. Don't worry about selling out. So A in the Artist Appeals stands for artwork. You are an artist. You are a craftsman. You are a craftswoman. You develop this body of work for a reason. Maybe you develop artwork because it makes you happy. Maybe you develop artwork because it helps you not be sad. Artwork is a great form of therapy. It really helps with trauma and depression. Whatever your reason for creating, maybe it's just for pleasure, maybe it's for training, maybe it's for somebody else that is commissioned to work. Those are all valid reasons 
You might want to illustrate a concept or make a social point. You might want to just decorate a home or you want to express yourself. Maybe you want to forward a social cause. These are all great reasons to create. Think about why you want to create. I would make a list. Make a list of the reasons you create. What is your reason for creating? Is it to meditate? Is it to make a social point? Is it to explore an emotion? Once you have outlined that reason, it can augment your voice because you'll understand better what the style and what the theme needs to be to promote that reason behind the art. So art journaling is a great method for this. Writing about your work is really wonderful for exploring the inner reasons for creating. Even if you don't think you have time or space to create your artwork or to create and write about your artwork, you do. You can find the time. You can find the space. For example, I have two young children, and they changed the way I create artwork forever. When I first started creating a million years ago when I was a teenager, I created because of some trauma I had, and I needed a way to escape it. And I found that creating artwork took me into the zone. It took me out of that emotional space I was in. And I just fell in love with it. And I kept creating. I went to college for art. And I could create for hours and come up from it. And it felt like minutes. I just lost track of time. That's called being in the flow. I went on to get a MFA in computer arts. And I still found that joy and that flow in creating. But when I had children, I didn't have time to create these deep, intricate, layered pieces or to spend hours on the computer manipulating photographs or creating animations. So I had to find a new way of creating. Right now, I have been creating ENSOs. The ENSO is a Zen practice, very old practice, of creating a circle in one stroke. So you place your paintbrush on the paper, you breathe in as you take the paintbrush from about six o'clock up around clockwise to 12 o'clock, and then you breathe out as you go from 12 o'clock back down to six o'clock. That completed circle is symbolic of the mood and the emotion of the artist. It's a beautiful piece of artwork. Zen paintings, Enso paintings, oftentimes had poetry added either by the artist themselves or by subsequent poets. The circle can be open to symbolize the imperfection of life, or it can be closed to symbolize things like perfection, the earth, the sun, the moon. There's so many round things out there. The circle is a strong symbol. You'll see it all over the place used in logos and in artwork because of the inherent symbolism. So you can create a piece of artwork in one breath, the breath of a circle. You can create artwork with things like zen tangling, 
Zentangling will quickly and easily take you into the flow state, that repetition of symbol, of stroke, of line. Perhaps you found it in your work. Perhaps you found it in the clay moving under your hands as the wheel spins, or in the sanding of the final piece of wood as you prepare it for stain. Wherever you found your flow, your calling, and your artwork, explore that. Find a way to make a little bit of time for yourself creating artwork today. One last tip about journaling about your work. You can put a journal next to your bed or in the bathroom or next to the fish tank on the counter or next to your coffee mug in the morning. Get yourself a little journal when you wake up, right before you go to sleep, as you're preparing your morning coffee, when you get those two minutes of quiet, you can write down the ideas that come to you about your work. They don't have to be long. They could be bulleted points. You could just list out some of the things that you feel when you create your work. See if you can make a list of the reasons you create. That's your homework. Create a list of why you create, the emotions you're trying to inspire, or the reason you create, what you're trying to accomplish with it. And then on the next page, how can those reasons, what you're trying to accomplish, inform your style and your theme and your voice? Thanks for listening. And go make something now. Are you into mindfulness and meditation? Have you ever heard of the term Zen? The Zen masters of China and Japan used an ancient form of drawing a circle to help them meditate. I've recently spent two years painting an Enso drawing every single day day and exploring this Zen tradition from the 1400s of circle paintings. Using modern methods, I've explored watercoloring, beautiful colors, drips that are indicative of street art to create peaceful, meditative artwork to grace your yoga studio, your yoga space, or your living room or wherever. You can check out these works of art at artformeditation.com. Well, that's it for the Artist Appeals. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording it. I just love talking with all these artists and business people. It's phenomenal, and I've learned so much. I hope you've learned something too. You can get more information. You can check out some of the links that we talked about in these podcasts at theartistappeals.com. That's theartistappeals.com. Thanks and have a good one.